0: What's up guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. This week, we are going to talk about how you can be advocating for yourself. So often on this podcast and in nursing in general, we talk about advocating for our patients. It's one of our most important roles as nurses. We are the critical liaison between doctors and patients. We are the ones that are communicating between them translating all of the medical jargon between providers and other healthcare workers and our patients so that's extremely important but but then we don't often use these same skills for ourselves and i think this is a missed opportunity we are very good at advocating for our patients it's a skill that we all have and it's one that i think most of us are very passionate about because we care about people that's why we're here we are caregivers we care about the well being of our patients. And so it's easy for us to demand that things go the correct way for them. It's easy for us to back them up, defend them, make requests. But when it comes to defending ourselves and asking for what we need, we are not as skilled at this practice. So I want to talk about some ways that we can start asking for what we need and advocating for ourselves and our practice, because that's how we're going to build a sustainable career is by defending ourselves and making sure that we're getting what we need. First things first, I want to remind you that it is never your job to staff The unit. Now, I guess it could be your job if you are a nurse manager. You may be the one hiring and firing. So, if that's the case, then it is your job to staff the unit. But as a nurse on the floor or a charge nurse, it is not your job to staff the unit. So, you're going to get those text messages that are begging you to come in, asking you to work extra. You're going to get these types of requests all the time. And it's common for us to feel guilty about saying no, saying I can't come in today. It feels like we always have to have a reason, an excuse for why we can't pick up extra. When in reality, all you have to say is no, I don't want to. You worked your hours. It's not your job to staff an understaffed unit. The problem that's going on right now is that Hospitals and units cannot hang on to their staff because staff are finally starting to get to the point where we are advocating for ourselves, asking for more changing jobs when we are unhappy. There's a great movement going on, but one of the things that happens when there's a movement like this is that certain units will suffer. There will be more movement of staff, less nurse retention. And with understaffing comes more pressure on existing staff, which further exacerbates understaffing. But I just want you, the first step to advocate for yourself is to make sure that you remember that it's not your job to staff the unit so that if you get those requests, and you will get those requests to work extra, you think about that. You think about what do I need in this moment? Do you need some extra money? Are you looking to make a little bit extra because you want to go on this trip or you're saving for renovations for your house or whatever? Then advocating for yourself looks like I will definitely come in tonight or saying I will come in tonight if you offer double time. I will come in tonight if the offer is this. I will come in tonight for this type of pay. You can 100% demand those things or ask for them. And the worst they're going to say is, no, we can't do that. And then you say, well, then I can't work tonight. That's fine. I know that it feels really uncomfortable to do, but it's well within your right, and it's the right thing to do for you because there you go. You are defending yourself and advocating for yourself and asking for what you need from your job. Advocating for yourself may also look like saying no to all of those requests for you to come in. All of the times where they're saying, hey, you know, we're we're really short tonight. We really need help. All the other nurses are going to suffer. Can you please come in? Those guilt trips that we get, if you don't feel like coming in, if you need this day to rest, if you need this day to spend time with your family, if you would like to just do nothing and go to the mall and, I don't know, sit and watch movies, whatever you want, it doesn't matter. You do not need A perfect reason that you say no, all you need is to say no. No, I can't come in today. Sorry. Or just don't answer. You don't have to answer either. But I know that most managers or charge nurses, whoever are the people reaching out to you, they appreciate a response at least. So I usually try to just say, I can't tonight. So let's practice flexing that no muscle. And this goes for anything else. And this is another way that I want you to practice the skill of self-advocacy is saying no more often. No is a complete sentence. You do not need to justify your no. You do not need to defend your no. You do not need to give a reason for your no. It is simply no. So when somebody asks you to do extra, when somebody asks you to take an assignment that feels unsafe, when somebody asks you to do more work with less pay or the same pay, the answer just becomes no. Self-advocacy is all about setting clear boundaries. And that means you have to define what those boundaries are for you. So I want you to take some time to reflect. What are your boundaries at your job? What will you do and what won't you do? This is also a critical skill when it comes to delegation and being delegated to. So you're going to have people request your help very frequently in this profession. It's an important part of the profession. We already have talked about teamwork. It's a big piece of what makes nursing a functioning profession. We need each other it's a team sport. But sometimes we also need to say no when we can't take on extra. So often, when somebody asks for help, we just automatically want to say yes. Because of course, we want to help people. We want to help our coworkers. But that doesn't mean you have the bandwidth just because you want to. So if you are in the middle of a shift and you're drowning, you are tr- just trying to catch up. When your coworker comes to you and says, can you cover my lunch break? And now you have to take on extra patients that you have to watch. If you are drowning, if you are behind, the answer is no. I'm so sorry. I am so behind. Can you ask somebody else? Fine. That's all you have to say. It doesn't have to be complicated, but this is an important part of building a practice that's sustainable And advocating for yourself because you're identifying, no, 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 I'm behind. I need this time for myself. I can't take on any extra. I know we want to feel bad for these types of things when we have to say no, when we can't help someone, but really that's what builds a strong nurse is when we can identify our boundaries, when we know that we are behind, when we know that we can't take on more. That's a mature nurse. That's a confident nurse is someone who knows when to say no and when to say yes. The third piece that I think is extraordinarily important in this journey to self advocacy is pay time off and days off. We are living in a time where PTO is getting denied very frequently when there are things like mandatory overtime, when that is happening more and more often. And while we can't control what other people are going to do, we can control whether we stay at a job that continually denies our PTO or demands mandatory overtime. So I want you to check those boundaries as well. I want you to make sure that you are advocating for the time off that you need. If you are consistently being denied, and you need that time, that's your time, and you need a break. Otherwise, you will burn out. That's just how it goes. So if you are running into this scenario where you keep having this happen, it's time to have a conversation with your manager. It's time to sit down and say, I need a break, I need to use my PTO, that's what it's there for, I've earned it, and I'm going to use it. And they might say, no, you can't, we don't have enough staff. Okay, well, you're gonna be one short, I'm gonna find a different job. You don't have to come out and just say that, but if this keeps happening, that's not a unit you wanna stay on. That's not a sustainable place to be, somewhere that doesn't value your mental health, and whether you're gonna burn out or not. If you really want to hang on to nurses, we have to take care of them. And part of that means that you should always have your pay time off and your days off honored. Now, if you are always out of town and constantly asking for time off and it just feels like you're not working at all yes sometimes there's going to have to be some give and take like I had a vacation recently where you know I had a lot going on this summer where I was asking for a fair amount of time off and she looked at one of my weeks and said you know I can't approve Friday but I can approve Saturday just because we have multiple people out on Friday and I said okay I was fine with that. Now that you may have situations where you're like, I can't do that. I have a flight. Then you need to be talking to your manager. You need to talk to the person scheduling and discuss this with them and advocate for yourself. That's the whole point of this. But sometimes there may be some flexibility that can happen. But I don't want you just rolling over and accepting a place that denies your PTO over and over. This is also something that you could be demanding more of or asking for more of is if you are really short on pto if you feel like you can't take any time off you should be asking for more that's one way that they can compensate you that's one way that they can reward you for staying it's one way to keep nurses is to make sure that you have the right amount of time off that you can take mental health days and that's not going to be frowned upon the other part of this that is up to you and advocating for you is asking for time off when you need it and not just hoping that you'll feel better if you keep working. It's about noticing that you are burning out, that you're exhausted, that you need a break and asking for that break for yourself. Way too many people are letting their PTO rack up. So they have a maxed out bank of PTO to the point that they have to either sell it back, give it to somebody else, or just lose that time. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Take your time off. Use it. That's how you stay here. Otherwise, you will burn out, man. you like, nobody can do this forever without ever taking any breaks. And also make sure that if you are sick or if you are having a really poor mental health day, you call off work. That's what that time is there for as well. We need to stop dragging ourselves to work to suffer through a shift because we feel bad. We need to stop bringing germs to work and spreading it to our coworkers. Instead, you're better off being at home, taking care of yourself and coming back refreshed rather than bringing your illness to work and knocking out a ton of people behind you that now are sick. I know that you think that it's helpful. I know that you feel bad for calling out. You feel like you're letting your team down, but it's better if you do. It's better for you. And that's what we're talking about here. Stop sacrificing your health for your team. You need to take care of you. You need to advocate for yourself. And part of that means asking for time off when you need it. Another area that I want you to focus on for this is refusing unsafe assignments. Now, easier said than done, just like anything else. But so often now we are getting these unsafe assignments, unsafe ratios, and we're just kind of forced to take them and we can't argue. That's how it feels at least. But you 100% can say, I don't feel safe with this assignment. And if you don't take that assignment, it's not on you. You need to speak up if you feel this way though. You can't just take an assignment and then struggle through it and hope that somebody notices. You have to ask for help immediately or refuse to take an unsafe assignment. If you are a new grad, this is a skill you have to learn because Way too often, new grad nurses are getting shoved out of orientation way too soon and they're being given assignments that are inappropriate for their skill level where where they're starting. They're getting thrown very sick patients and saying, just figure it out. Not okay. You need to express when you're concerned about something, express an area that you're worried about. You don't always have to refuse the assignment altogether but sometimes you do but you could also just notice hey this is a re- these are really sick patients i'm going to need help with this i'm a little bit concerned because i've never had a patient with this disease or i've never seen a patient that looks like this express it to your charge or a mentor or some other nurse so that they know to look out for you that's another piece of making sure that you're taking care of you and then the last one i want to touch on is asking for more pay or bonuses for overtime. Kind of like we've already touched on, but I want to make sure that I flesh that out a little bit because I think so many of us don't even realize that we can ask for more. So, I want you to start asking for more pay from your job. You may love your job, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't get paid more for it. Because one of the best ways to increase your salary, increase how much you make is to actually leave a job and find a new one because you can negotiate on your on your way to the new job. So that's one way to do it. But if you are happy where you are, but you're unhappy with your pay, I want you to to go to your manager and express that. We need to start asking. You deserve more than you you are making, I promise you, because we are drastically underpaid for the, the work that we do. At least that's my opinion. So I think that we should start asking for more. This is the time. People are leaving, people are moving around. We are in an age where it is the time to advocate for yourself and demand more pay. And if you're willing to, you can also just find a new job that will pay you what you think that you are worth. But I think we should constantly be asking for what we think we're worth, asking for more. Especially as women, as most of us are in this profession, it is really common for us to just accept pay. And we're not, we we never were conditioned to be the ones to ask for raises, ask for promotions, ask for more pay, negotiate. At least I wasn't taught that. And so it's been a hard skill to learn. It's not my norm. But it's a very, very important skill to learn. Watch some videos on how to negotiate. Read some articles on how to do this. Listen to the episode where we talk about talking to your manager so that you're prepared for that that type of meeting. But go into the room, get uncomfortable, and ask for what you think you're worth because you deserve that. You may not get exactly what you want, but you're going to start the conversation. It's going to be on their mind. They know that you are looking for more, And if you don't find it where you are, you'll probably find it somewhere else. And then the other side of this is asking for bonuses for overtime. And so like we kind of talked about already, if you have your charger, managers, or whoever contacting you consistently to work overtime, it is perfectly reasonable for you to say, I will work overtime if we get double time. Otherwise, I am unavailable. I will work overtime for this much extra. Otherwise, I can't. I'm sorry. It doesn't have to be anything complicated, but you are 100% able to ask for bonuses for overtime. If they really need you and they don't find anyone else, they're going to pay you for it. And you do not need to feel guilty about that. They may try and make you feel guilty, but that's not on you. You are stepping into a role where you're advocating for you, where you're asking for what you need, where you're putting yourself first. We're stepping into a new place and it's not always comfortable but we have to start having these types of conversations. We have to start saying no when we need to, asking for what we deserve, making sure that we get the time off that we deserve, calling in sick, calling off when we're having a tough day, taking that time for ourselves and taking care of ourselves, demanding better pay, better ratios, bonuses for overtime if you're going to work them, refusing things like unsafe assignments. We need to start standing up for ourselves, raising up, talking to our managers, having these tough conversations because you're worth it. You tell your patients all the time, don't just accept what the provider says. We need to advocate for you. You've got to ask the questions. I know that it's uncomfortable, but this is your health. You got to be the one to ask your questions. You got to be the one to demand the test that you want. We teach them how to do that. So why can't we teach it to ourselves? I want you this week To advocate for yourself in some way. Maybe say no once this week. Maybe it's asking for some bonus money for that overtime shift that you are already planning on doing. We have to start flexing this muscle and building it. It's never gonna feel any better until we practice. That's what it takes. We have to practice this skill. So I want you to fight for you this week. You deserve it. You're doing an incredible job that you deserve everything that you're asking for. You are not asking for too much. We need to start learning that. If you have any questions about how to do this, if you're kind of struggling through a situation, if you don't know how to ask for more money or how to ask for a raise, please reach out to me. I will help support you in whatever way I can. There are also some great resources online and I'm always happy to point you in those directions, but let's support each other and start supporting you. I hope you guys have an awesome week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.